Hello? Hey, Tove. What's happening? No worries, take your time. Hello? Hello? Hey. Tov? Hey, can you hear me now? Yep. Loud and clear. Oh, there we go. How's your tooth? Uh, so, I'm still getting some throbbing pain for, for that tooth, but... I took um, painkillers just a few minutes ago, so I hope that'll help. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah. I'm sorry? Did they give you anything good? <laughs> I brewed Profen, those like, like off-the-shelf off the generic drugs. No, Nothing too strong. Nothing too strong, yeah. Unfortunately, bad, unfortunately, I was hoping for morphine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <clears throat> so yeah. So tell me what you're thinking in terms of uh, how to proceed forward. Um, I I didn't really put it together before. I was going back through some of the stuff you had sent me, huh? um, uh, and I guess we hadn't really spoken. So I've I've actually downloaded Wobot before. Uh, right. When I was doing research on different, um, uh, like, technology, you know, medical apps, uh, I had downloaded it. And I think maybe I opened it once and never really ended up playing around with it. But I, I was aware of it. So you worked on Wobot. Right. I mean, they use Dialogflow uh, initially for your Facebook Messenger bot. And um, it's just like you train your natural, lear natural learning language processing model. And the longer you train it, and the more data you receive, the better and more accurate Wobot is. So it just started off as a very simple, basic uh, dialogue flow, Google dialogue flow chatbot. And then it just evolved and, tr and learned and then become what it is now. Yeah. Cool. So are you, I, I noticed, I didn't realize before, but you had actually sent me a link to the source code. For uh, for Wordpot, um, oh, yeah? I, mean, I wouldn't know how to read source code anyway. I'm not a I'm not a programmer. Uh, but so what's what's your connection with the company now, and what's the um, what's the situ You know, like in terms of like uh, using your experience from that. I mean, how much of that can you draw on? Um, and and what's the relationship with the the that that other person that reached out to me on um, on uh, on Skype? Oh yeah. Or on was it Skype or WeChat? Yeah, Skype. Um, so she's she's sort of a um, my partner in crime, and um, she's more involved in the marketing, promotions, advertising side of things for my, our agency. And then basically, like if you have any questions, just shoot any messages to her. Um, she should be more responsive. Um, so I I mean you're getting two heads for the price of one. So I just want you to feel like um, you're getting all the support you need so basically she's just uh, my partner yeah okay cool so, so she's more on the marketing side of things right she's um she's doing like she's done a lot of market research so she actually helped out with my healthcare startup in terms of marketing uh, market sizing valuation getting investors 
testing the, the overall potential market and the customers feedback all this stuff um, so she was responsible for that we, oh, I, I'm more of the technical guy right. yeah and what's your medical startup uh, it's a mental health platform it connects you it uses AI to connect um, the right licensed therapist to you oh, as a patient yeah yeah it sounds interesting yeah and, uh, uh, but it's because she was initially looking for someone who would help build out this chatbot she's she's in the mental health space and then she's a, she's a psychologist and she i think she just needed some technical um team to help her kick off this this uh, idea she had and um yeah I'm sorry. Was she the client for Wobot? Was she? She, Allison is, is the co-founder of Wobot. She's oh, a co-founder. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. And uh, so I, I mean, I, I, yeah. That's great. But I mean, I mean, I don't talk to her anymore. She, she just like I was the uh, the guy who she outsourced the uh, stuff to, and then my contract tr contract expired. Now I don't have any any relationship with the company anymore yeah oh, okay uh but you but you obviously you're still on good terms with her because she reached out to me <laughs> yeah um hopefully i don't know <laughs> i can't say i haven't talked to her for a long long time maybe she's maybe she's spying on you hopefully not yeah <laughs> that that would be strange <laughs> So you obviously have built like a platform like this before in the, you know, in terms of like the chatbot side of things, robot. So how much of a conversation or, or kind of texted about it? Um, you know, the more I've thought about it, uh, you know, there's kind of the two sides of the functionality of the chatbot that I kind of need. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I got, yeah. Is, yeah. I was going to say one of which is kind of the essential side, which is much less complicated which is the um, basically just the patient intake side. So it, it's just a function of gathering the information from the patient and then converting that into, um, you know, uh, paragraph, you know, natural language format mm -hmm. uh, so that you can populate the doctor's notes uh, right. to cut down on the charting time for the doctor. Um, right. And then, you know, the, the other side of it, which is obviously the more complex side, is the differential diagnosis side of it um right. but but if we kind of attacked it in two phases like how much of your work from wobot would you be able to apply to the first phase of this in getting like, up and running like what kind of timeline do you think we're talking about um if you want to just copy straight from wobot and copy your scripts i mean we can do that f f and apply it to phase one phase one um yeah. to, to collect the data so that, that's pretty straightforward but i don't know about how the company thinks of, about we just ripping them off we're well, not ripping them off but just copying straight from their <laughs> existing chatbot but we can tweak it a little bit uh, make it like robot but the script is different the personality is the persona is different for for the the chatbot and then collect data through that chatbot and the second phase is more of a AI sentiment analysis. The link you, you gave me is more applicable in this sense. So 
for for phase two we're we're talking about building a sentiment model and um uh, like providing insights for the doctors so phase one is pretty straightforward you're looking at about two weeks to two months phase two um, there's training time required so maybe two months yeah yeah that makes sense. Um, uh, obviously, two weeks to two months is a, is a pretty big range there. Um, I mean, two weeks seems awfully fast. I guess it kind of de- and, I, and I, obviously, I, I know it's very sensitive with what I'm saying in terms of uh, Wobot. So, you know, it's kind of whatever you're comfortable with. I don't know exactly like, what the relationship is. And uh, anyway, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I'm looking for a, a quick path forward here. Um, right. And maybe... Maybe if the if the thing ended up being robust enough, maybe it's something that can kind of stand on its own as well, um, outside of, of our application for it. Like, because I know like companies like Informatica and um, Giant and Maya, mm-hmm. um, you know, that they sell their AI tool to other companies. Where you know yeah. initially we're just kind of looking at this from an internal usage standpoint, uh-huh. uh, and. You know, but maybe that it has legs beyond that as well. Right. Um, and so, in terms of the um, kind of wireframing and and putting the plan together, what kind of timeline do you think we'd be looking at just to kind of, you know, get this going forward? Yeah, great question. So uh, as long as soon as you um, list out all the milestones um, or send an offer over Upwork or other means, I can get this started right away. And a wireframe can be done in a matter of two business days, no more than two business days. Oh. So you can have a have a look and then give us some feedback, and we can work back and forth using that wireframe. Yeah. So that's how yeah uh, we can work. Yep, that sounds good. Um, all right. Well. <clears throat> I think that sounds pretty straightforward. Let me just, you know, apprise my partners of what I'm kind of planning to do here. Um, and then I think, you know, probably midweek we should be able to start moving forward on this, you know, probably like Wednesday-ish. Yeah, um, sounds great. And then just out of, out of, so the other thing that I sent you, uh, here's the story on that. Um, and I, I don't know if it's out of your wheelhouse or not, but it's just AI related. Uh, or, I mean, it's AI, so I, I didn't know whether or not it might be something that you would have some insight on or some you know applicable knowledge for mm-hmm. uh, the reason I got interested in this is uh, is so I'm a cyclist um, oh wow me too me too uh, amateurish oh you are amateurish <laughs> it, cool, I, I, yeah. I just commute I exactly. you, yeah I commute by by bike yeah uh, you okay yeah. Cool. no I, I, I race uh, competitively I was supposed to oh, race wow. the world championships in like a month and a half uh, but because of COVID, um, I don't know if I'm going to fly there because the world championships are in California. Okay. Uh, and uh, anyway, but because of that, you know, Michael has spent a lot of time looking at the weather. Uh, they want to know what direction the wind's coming from, if there's rain coming in. And so I ended up, you know, using this app called Dark Sky, which is the link that I sent you. And Dark Sky is just like hands down in my opinion, the best weather app out there. Yeah, okay. uh, super cheap. You know, they only charge people like three bucks a year, four bucks a year to use the app. Mm-hmm. And they call it like hyper local weather. And it's, um, 
its ability to like tell you that like you have rain coming in 45 minutes okay or or 10 minutes was pretty astounding right because uh, and it was it was it was right like 99 percent of the time wow um, i mean of course uh you know in reading those articles it makes kind of sense what they're saying it's very difficult to um, and it had like uh, uh, that. That's basically the the core of the AI side of it was the interpretation of publicly available weather data, because okay. anyone can patch into the weather stations and and get and get that data. All the Android users, of which I'm one, mm. uh, Apple bought the company, uh, and they bought the company mm. specifically for the purpose of shutting it down for Android users. Uh, Ooh. and so they, they are, they, inter they, um, they folded the functionality of the app or they're doing it right now into Apple's, um, you know, built in weather application. Okay. Uh, so they were they trying to continue to use for all Android users. Okay. They were trying to limit, sucked, yeah, okay. especially since there was revenue to be had there. So, but it's just more about the way Apple does business. Okay. Uh, because obviously they could have just copied the app as well. If you looked at their Kickstarter, it yeah. wasn't even like it took them that much funding to develop the AI model that they built. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I was like, you know what? Screw Apple. I was like, I wonder what it would take to reverse engineer their app. Um, and then when I, you know, so I started talking to people about that, you know, specialize in apps, and it seemed like reverse engineering the app wasn't, you know, too too hard of a thing to do. Uh, but it's you know once they once they, you get the data um, interpreting it uh, to be able to give back the um, uh, the analysis you know I think and I think so in that in the uh, one of the articles that reference that they're using you know convolutional neural networks which I've used before on the um, forex trading stuff I was telling you about mm -hmm. uh, and uh, anyway so. I thought I'd just float it out there to you and see if, like, you know, you have had any experience with anything like this. I mean, obviously, it's image processing more than anything else. Um, it's, um, I think it's a predictive model. It predicts weather yeah, using a bunch of data. And um, it's less of an imagery thing, I think, um, unless it, it uses satellite graphs to predict um, looming weather conditions which I doubt because um, data is more accurate um, than Im images when it, when it comes okay. to predicting, uh, predicting weather. So um, given, that, uh, given that fact, um, predictive model will be applicable in this case. Um, yeah, we can reverse engineer it, but I mean, um, they have a team and since Google bought it, I think because of the competition reason, um, I I do need to to do some research and see if there's any open source out there, and uh, yeah, that that requires some research. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, okay, uh, uh, hey, Tove. I'm sorry. Uh, my my uh, my so my, ten, my ten o'clock is, is up. Uh, I have a ten o'clock appointment. Is it okay if we can we reconvene in half an hour or forty five minutes? I'm sorry. Yeah, my ten o'clock uh, just. Actually, I, I think we're pretty much done here today. So take okay, I'm sorry. I'll check in with you uh, tomorrow. All right, thanks so much. Thanks for understanding. Thanks, Wilson. Yeah, have All a good right, day. Feel Bye. All right, thank you.